Welcome to Barefoot Autism Warriors podcast. I'm Ninka Benedit Mauritsson and I freed my son from symptoms of autism. This podcast is my way of giving back. I share the unique approach to autism which got my son from one of the most severe cases of endless tantrums, rituals, stimming, sleepless nights, aggression and lack of eye contact to a life without any symptoms. I also share how this journey connected me to my life purpose and made me lose 44 pounds, getting rid of anxiety and depression, plus help my entire family. This podcast is for those who don't subscribe to one-size-fits-all solutions, who do not accept the notion of there's nothing you can do. This podcast is for those who believe in healing, spirituality, biohacking, brain development, ancestral health, and wake-up calls. Autism is a sacred wake-up call, and this is a place to be to wake up to change and transformation. What if it's simply the choice of probiotics, the wrong choice of probiotics, the wrong choice of health foods and autism diets that is part of the problem when it comes to your child's regression, behavioral issues that just get worse, or a situation where your child just does not improve no matter what you do. So histamine is a huge missing link. And this is something that's not talked about a lot in the autism community. And it's a shame because it can actually mean a big difference to the well-being of your child and maybe even yourself. So we're going to talk about safer and more healthier choices when it comes to histamine and how to balance and choose a good probiotic for your child, how to balance the gut, how to remove histamine from the gut, what the underlying issues and causes of elevated histamine can be related to diet and supplements and what you can do about it. As usual, I all I want for you is to educate yourself, to feel safer, to feel better, and to improve the quality of life and health for your autistic child. I'm not here to treat, diagnose, or claim I'm an expert. I'm just a mom sharing what worked when my son was liberated from the symptoms of autism so that he could go on and live a healthy life like every other young person out there. So again, if this is not for you, if you don't see an issue with the behavior or the physiological underlying issues that's linked to autism in your family, just feel free to stop this audio and go on and continue your life and love your life and let us get down to the nitty gritty of histamine. So histamine is an, a healthy reaction in the body and it protects us from infections, but it's also some uh, um, a mechanism in the body that acts as a neurotransmitter. And histamine in elevated amounts, which gets accumulated in the gut, can be an issue. And that's where we see seasonal allergies, but also a lot of behavioral issues that's linked to autism. We're going to talk more about that in a second. But some moms have been noticing that their children do not get better no matter what they do. Now, that can be a case of this is a child who's non-responsive to diet and lifestyle changes. We got to remember that even though we're talking about epigenetics, which is a much more interesting and important science than the gene testing, 
and the uh, um, the genetic mapping, the human genetic mapping, because epigenetics is a science of how we can turn genes off and on via lifestyle changes and by changing the environment in which our gene exists. So even though we can do that, it's not a guarantee that it will work for everybody. And this is such a complex issue that it's different from child to child. Please know that you are the actual expert for your child. Every child is different. Every journey is different. Every child needs at least five to ten different pieces of the puzzle to make an impact and make and change the situation. And it's not just about histamine. It's not just about food and diet. It's not just about mitochondria. It's not about just about heavy metal overload. It's not just about methylation or copper or pyrrole disorder or um, the brain, the neuroplasticity, the, the cerebellum. It's so many different things, including environment, food, stress levels, blue light and EMF. That's why I created this podcast so that you can dive into all the information that's out there that I have been collecting as a mom and a journalist with 14 years of experience and a son who no longer has symptoms. So histamine occurs naturally in certain foods and it occurs in certain probiotics. So whether probiotics are good for your child or not depends on the species of probiotics. And I'm going to talk about, and I'm also going to link in the show notes in the description, two probiotics that are more beneficial and does not elevate histamine and actually also to a binder who can remove histamine from the gut. So stay tuned. I'm also going to mention that later on. I'm not um, financially tied to any of the products that I'm recommending here in this episode. So normally histamine is metabolized in the gut, which means it's destroyed in the gut by something called DAO, DAO. And sometimes this procedure just does not happen. It happens in normal people. It happens in people who do, do not have any genetic deficiencies, such as a, a mutation in Tao, so that you can't destroy the histamine in the gut. Some are born with that. Or you can have problems with undermethylation, which means that you have elevated histamine levels in, in the gut. Because when you're undermethylated, it always means that you are, you are high in methyl because those two work in opposition. Other things can come into play like estrogen overload and copper toxicity, which is both undermethylation, copper toxicity, and the genetic deficiency with uh, the enzyme DAO can be a problem for uh, children with, um, with autism. It's all epigenetic in nature. And I'm also linking to articles and, and uh, places where you can read more about this and study this more. But when our children do not get rid of histamine in the gut or they have these on this elevated methyl um, histamine going on in the system many cases with autism in fact over 90% of children with autism according to William Walsh who's had, who has a huge database of 8000 autistic children who's been going through his uh, system according to him 90% of children are undermethylated which by nature will mean elevated histamine because 
What's the problem with low methyl is that it will always be or often be linked to high levels of histamine, which again is linked to seasonal allergies, depression, phobias, compulsive, obsessive tendencies and ritualistic behaviors. Does that sound familiar to anybody? So those are some of the traits of an undermethylated person, which is 90% of the children on the autistic spectrum, according to Dr. William Walsh from the Walsh Institute. So when we have this issue, we must think about balancing the exposure to histamine-rich or histamine-elevating foods and probiotics and diets because these children already have an issue with histamine. So whether whether it's undermethylation, whether it's copper toxicity or a, a gene deficiency, a gene mutation with DAO DAO, it's, it's worth looking into this. It's really worth, and this is something I always recommend, keeping a food log, a diary, so that you can note what, what's going on when I, when I give my child this kind of food or this probiotic or this uh, condiment, this diet, or these nuts. What's happening one day after or in immediately after or the next day or two days later? really notice both the physical, the allergies and the the mood swings and the ritualistic behaviors and the obsessive tendencies, the compulsive tendencies, and notice whether it's linked to certain foods. Certain probiotic species increase histamine, and there are safer versions. And one of the safer versions is the... um, Seeking Health Histamine X. So it's called Probio Histamine X, like histamine and then an X. And you can buy it on Seeking Health's website. You can buy it in Europe on via various health um, health food ve- uh, websites. You can also remove histamine from the gut with a binder called Toxaprevent. T O X A P R E V E N T. And it's a binder that's, apart from moving toxins from the gut, it's also moving histamine from the gut. And there's a lot of moms in my community who has a lot of good to say about Toxaprevent and probio um, histaminics from Seeking Health. And again, I'm not endorsing this to be uh, paid or anything. I'm just telling you what works in my community. <clears throat> So it might be your probiotic that's causing your children's symptoms. So uh, what about foods? So what foods are high in histamine? And when I say foods that are high in histamine, don't get scared and don't eliminate these foods completely from the diet. Just notice whether it's making it worse and then maybe eliminate it for a while or cut down on it or or eat it once every three weeks. We don't avoid any of the foods that I'm mentioning here, even though we are all under methylators, we are completely regulated and our resilience, which is what I want for you and your child, is to build resilience so that you can eat basically everything that nature is providing for you and you are you're repairing your gut, you are supporting the liver, you're building resilience, you're building foundation so that you can tolerate more, so that you don't live in this state of avoidance and fixing symptoms, but you get to a state where you where the overall health makes you more resilient and able to eat basically everything. You're not supposed to be on a diet and your child is not supposed to be on a strict diet for the rest of his or her life, in my opinion. My, my child is not anyway. 
So foods that are high in histamine is shellfish, walnuts and cashews, cocoa and chocolate, fermented foods, including kraut, fermented cabbage, kombucha, kefir, all the health foods that we are giving children in the autistic uh, community, leftovers, canned food, alcohol, vinegar, ready meals, cured and smoked meats and fish. Those are the ones that are really high in histamine. Diets that can make this problem worse can be some elements of the GAPS diet. For example, the cashew nuts, the cheese, the vinegar, the fermented foods, the fermented vegetables, the kombucha, the kwan and kraut can be a big issue for a undermethylated autistic child. Low FODMAP diets can be a problem because it's got uh, quite a lot of elements that are high in histamine. So you just make sure that you have a, a list of high histamine foods next to your low FODMAP food lists because cheese and seafood and nuts and condiments can be a big issue. Now, does this mean never eat shellfish or walnuts or cocoa or kombucha or fermented foods? No, no fear, no extremism. No fear, no extremism. Don't, don't be scared of foods, but think about this as balance, moderation, food diary invitations so that you get wiser on exactly where's your child's threshold, how much can your child tolerate and how often, and then maybe avoid it for healing, not for life, but avoid it for healing for a while, but not for life. And always remember, always, always remember that working on foundation will always increase resilience. So being outdoors, taking off the shoes and walk barefoot, grounding to the earth, getting the sensory stimulation from the ground, but also um, the anti-inflammatory effects and the effects on oxidative stress and pain and let the sun hit the skin, let the child experience sun via the eyes so that the major body clocks can adjust hormones and sleep hormones and regulate sleep. So nature, sun, real food, grounding an outdoor lifestyle in a in sync with and respect for what mother nature wants. That's always my go-to and my goal. I always ask myself, what does nature want? Nature is not into canned foods. Nature is into fresh foods. Nature is not too keen on alcohol, is it? Or vinegar or ready meals or um, fake foods and cured meats in, in, in huge amounts. So just think about adding more nature and natural lifestyle and natural foods into your life and things will improve. That goes for the way that you go about your day, whether you're getting outside and moving in the sun or not, whether the sun hits the skin and the eyes or not, whether your feet touches the ground or not, whether you sleep at night in silence or not. Blue light, foundation, sleep, sun and grounding. And real fresh food goes a long way. If you liked this podcast, if you like the movement, the Barefoot Autism Warriors, the natural way, the gentle game changers, we're all about educating, empowering, reconnecting and rewilding mothers and children. Please 
give this podcast a rating. Tell us what you think. Share it with a friend. Share it with an autism mama who's open to change and lifestyle and and uh, adjustments. And let me know what you think in a in a personal message on Instagram or Facebook. My name is Ninka Benedetta Mauritsen. And give it a rating. Let us know what you think. So as always, I want to say I'm a mom. This is not a medical advice. It's n- this is not diagnosis or treatment or anything. Always go and see your physician or a medical practitioner. If you have anything that you uh, want to anything that you're struggling with. I'm just a mom sharing my experience and I can't be held responsible, liable for any effects or side effects that might happen from or directly or indirectly from using the the things and the tips that I'm talking about in this podcast or the websites linked to it. Have a beautiful day.